Looking to live stronger, longer, and better? Then welcome to Health by Design, hosted by leading healthy living expert and wellness architect, Roar Alexander. After years of traveling and studying around the world, Roar combines his decades of Western health and fitness knowledge with the many time-driven traditions and secrets of the ancient East to bring you only the best in cutting-edge information and special guest interviews that will have you feeling great, losing weight, and finally grabbing a hold of everything you want out of life. So if you're ready to take control of your body, health, and mind, then it's time for Health by Design. This episode of Health by Design is brought to you by Whole Foods. And no, not the freaking overpriced market. Just clean, whole, no additive foods. No one pays for their commercials, no one really markets them, and you can't really throw them in a colorful box and make them cool. Eat fresh, whole foods, and start living stronger, longer, and better today. Welcome everybody to the Health by Design podcast, a podcast for busy men and women 35 plus. So we're talking, I'm talking to you if you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, even 60s, probably later too. There's no problem with that. Who are looking to lose weight and start living, as I say, stronger, longer, and better. And you want to do that in easy, efficient, and yet effective ways. Now, today's episode, I've called my 10-step no BS guide to losing weight. And there will be some swearing some dropping of vulgarities here because this is a no bullshit guide to losing weight okay i want to cut through all the crap now i do want to make something clear that this episode is not about reaching a six-pack in fact none of mine really are now that's not to say you can't do it it can be done and it's not i don't really want to use the word hard but it does require significant amounts of dedication right and, and obviously quite a bit of knowledge it's about you know how to get the abs to actually grow and build the hypertrophy way to train the abs. Um, so this, you got to understand how the, the core works. And then you got the diet goes in there. Uh, you know, it's not the 100% abs are made in the kitchen. It's not 100% abs are made in the gym. It's a really fine line in the middle. But that's not what we're about. Um, this episode is about, you know, let's be honest. You're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. You probably don't care about six swollen. You know, probably use the word swole every day in your life. Jacked beef mode. You know, um, you probably don't really care if you have a six pack. It's not about that. You just want to be healthy and run. And maybe you want to reach that fit body fat, um, you know, level of for life. So for men, we're talking, you know, and we're in the 10 to 18%. We can go even as low as eight, but eight to 18%. You know, that's a pretty big variance for women. We're talking around that 20 to 30% of fat loss, right? Anything you get under that. We're starting for guys getting into the single digits for women getting into those, you know, mid to low teens. Um, just not what we're talking about, right? You, that's not what you're going to do. The fact is, you know, people are just getting heavier. And I just want to help people get to a healthy weight and maintain a healthy weight for life without it being really difficult. So that's what today's episode is about. So today's a bit of a bit of a frustrated episode because, you know, I've just, I watch a lot of YouTube, listen to a lot of podcasts, hear a lot of stuff and follow these different things and check stuff and Oh, it just seems everybody makes it so fucking difficult, and it's really not. Um, but we'll get to that. So just want to talk a little bit about like what's happened lately. So I don't know if you know this, but my mom had actually... Um, I don't, I'm going to make a really long story short. Lived in Asia, got the wife and Damon. Um, my mom moved with me. We came to... We left... The wife had to get a visa, so we had to leave her in Thailand for about a year or so. Uh, and so my mom and I brought mom to British Columbia here and we got a place. Well, recently she's moved out and she took care of Damon and helped me with a lot of stuff for the last uh, couple of years, actually. 
So she just moved out, um, got her own place on the island, which is really nice. Um, and it was great. Having her here was extremely helpful, obviously, for the one year before Jim Jim even got here. Uh, you know, she was watching Damon so I could work and stuff like that. Uh, and then Jim Jim got here and then mom was able to watch him. So Jim Jim and I could work to build some money up, get some things going. But the time had to come because we have a lot of plans that we want to do in this house. And one of the things, you know, like the wife wants to run a, a business out of this house. I take on clients out of this house and I do a lot of filming for the YouTube and even recording this podcast. It was just difficult with somebody here all the time, especially when it comes to the video filming. So it's great having that house to myself now um, because, you know, Damon's in school all day, so I can do tons of videos and tons of content when he's here. So you're going to really see the content ramping up a lot, um, like a ton. I mean, I've been sitting the last couple of days just going through content, content, just coming up with ideas for content, coming up with just tons of stuff. So if you don't watch my YouTube, uh, the Roar Alexander YouTube, my Health by Design YouTube, Make sure you check that out. You can also check it out on my, you can also check out the other podcast I'm currently hosting, which is the Fitness Essentials Podcast powered by Essentials of Athletics Gym. So you can check that out. That's only one episode, I think, every couple of weeks. Um, but that one's definitely uh, more on fitness. So I talk a lot more about the fitness side over there. Um, so yeah, lots of great stuff coming up. And I was saying that because of this kind of newfound freedom and spacing, I am taking a few clients on. Now, I only ever take six clients at any one time because I do train with clients you know from around the world so I really only take six because like you know I'm not a personal trainer so I don't do just it's not just about fitness and checking in with you every now and then I do the entire you know integrative health and fitness gamut so in order for me to give clients what they really need uh, the weekly coaching calls tips having access to me for the for the period of their program I can only have handle a few at a time. Now, it's not, not the cheapest by far, but you get a lot more. And to be honest, you get a lot more for not really significantly more than you pay just at the average gym anyway. So um, saying that, I would like you guys, if you haven't checked it out yet, check out my all-new Stronger, Longer, Better Today Masterclass at www.roaralexander.com slash VIP. Great masterclass there. And that'll give you an idea of the stuff that I do when I'm coaching and coaching my programs. Now, saying that, I do have three great programs that I am now... Uh, fully ready to rock. And there is the, uh, these are great. These are either online. So no matter where you are in the world, you can do these programs at 100% online. Or if you're in the Vancouver area, I also offer hybrid coaching programs. So these are programs for men over 40, which is the men's muscle and mind. Uh, the women's, uh, women over 30, which is the women's turn back time program. Or there's, of course, a stronger, longer, better total reset, which is my most integrative program, but it's not for everybody. And that one literally is, though, the stronger, longer, better total reset is a local program only because it, inquire, it requires the use of my advanced health team. Um, so with that, you can, you know, there's the access, the option of, you know, doing a full um, home, um, what's it, building biology testing with um, with Jason Mazik, who's been on this podcast. So uh, that includes, that one also includes um, DEXA scans down there with Peter. So that that's not one that you can do when you're anywhere else in the world. But by men's muscle and mind and women's turn back time, or just uh, if you want to just talk about doing a completely personalized package for you, uh, and including, of course, my um, home detox and my basically my greener, what's it, greener, cleaner, better dreamer home. Um, but all my packages include one-on-one -on -one coaching calls, or like I said, in-person coaching here, personalized fitness programs with exercise libraries, uh, my, the book that I wrote myself called Your Best Guide, Health and Fitness PDF Booklet, mini uh, neat activities, mini primes, mobility and abs workouts you can do at home, all take less than 10 minutes, uh, nutritional guidance, 
Uh, and then I actually uh, get help with my programs. I always have my registered holistic nutritionist look over my diet program. So when I create a nutritional program for you, I actually send it to her, that's Shauna, and she checks them over and, uh, you know, she may help me make any tweaks. Uh, she also helps me with um, supplement suggestions based on, uh, based on what the person may need, which is what we discuss in our discovery call. Yeah, of course, the uh, masterclass videos, there is a gender-specific supplement guide. So the men's muscle and mind gets one guide. The women's turn back time gets another guide. And actually, for the women's side, um, again, Shauna's helped me uh, select those. Uh, we kind of bounced uh, ideas off each other for those supplements. Uh, principal lifestyle trackers. And then you get on online one-in-one yoga sessions with my wife, who is a yoga-certified teacher, founder of Ahina Yoga, and a Thai body master teacher. And if you're in the Vancouver area, you can actually get... Uh, one-on-one, she'll actually do live Thai bodywork sessions with you if you like. That can either be um, here at actually at my home studio or it could be within my actual clinic space. So definitely check that out. Um, email access to the entire program. You don't own exercise, ask me. Nutritional questions, ask me. Supplement question, ask me. You know, you want a tip on a new habit, anything you're having problems with. And if I don't know how to get something, if I, there's something you ask me, I don't know, I will finally get back to you. So it saves you the time doing all that study. Um, so yeah, like, so like I said, go to my website. What is it? www, like I said, roaralexander.com slash free call. This one, you set up your free call. We can do it on Skype, Zoom, FaceTime, or whatever. There's so many ways to communicate nowadays that it's just crazy. So no excuse to not make 2020.1, uh, which is what I call 2021, because it's really just 2020 continued, um, the best, healthiest uh, time of your life ever. And if there's ever been a time that needs it, it's now. They keep saying that everybody's super, you know, focused on wellness. I have yet to see that. But that's what the uh, professionals say in their little bubbles. Um, don't know if that's actually true. I'm going to err on the side that it's not. But we'll see what they say quite often. those All the uh, professionals and those guys get caught up in their own uh, little bubbles. And they don't really see what's going on. I think the healthy people are focused on being healthier. Um, so maybe a few people that were on the fence might be thinking about it, but on average, the uh, shopping cart, the checkout lanes, the, most of the grocery stores look the same as they, they did before. But anyways, that's about it. So, uh, that's kind of what's new with me. So like I said, lots of new content coming out to you and I'm taking a few clients. So let's get on to today's podcast. Like I said, today's the no BS guide to losing weight. I have 10 points that I'm going to be going over with you. Um, and if you follow these points, you will lose fat. You are going to get healthier and you are going to feel better for the rest of your life. So number one is fuck calorie counting. Okay. Now you're probably saying, but you're always going on about calorie counting. Well, yes, you, you, you have to manage your calories, right? In and out is a top priority. I mean, you go right back to the Twinkie studies where, you know, people who wait, uh, that guy, whatever his name is, who just ate Twinkies every day, lost a bunch of weight. You got people who have all these different stories. People that the Subway die, right? It was Jared or whatever. Calories going out, calories coming in. But you don't want to be, it's, it's too difficult to measure them, right? Like literally measuring calories. First of all, it's always just estimations. You're estimating how much you actually burn in a day through different calculators. So don't bother with calorie counting. I, I don't, I never calorie, I can't tell you a single thing about calorie counting. Um, don't do it myself, never have. So what do we do? Well, focus on eating whole foods, right? So instead of calorie counting, 80 to 90% of your 
food should be from Whole Foods. Now, my next YouTube video, speaking about this, actually, I wasn't going to bring this up, but I just thought of it because I just wrote that script this morning. A lot of people don't even really quite like natural foods, whole food. Like, what is a whole food? So over there, I go on what I call the, the five levels of foods. So talking right everything from what is classically considered a whole food right up to hyper-refined food. Uh, it's basically level one, two, three, where you should be in, you know, and obviously leaning much, much you know, towards levels one, two, uh, quite a bit in three, not so much in four, and really very little in five. So go and check that video out. Um, saying that, it is February the 27th. That video won't be up till probably next week. So if you're, if you're listening to this right away, that video is not going to be up until early March of 2021. But that will be coming out soon. But focusing on just... For now, just foods that are close to being picked, foods that have no additives, foods with one ingredient, if we can keep it simple, okay? So that's what I'm going to say. So don't bother with calorie counting. Focus on whole foods. Now, number two, and this kind of gets back to that controlling your calories without counting calories, and that is using smaller plates, having smaller, service, having smaller serving sizes. Know what a serving size is. Okay, so for most of you, that's going to be a protein. I'm going to call it meat, okay? That's about the size of your palm. For, you know, vegetables, it's like a couple fists worth of vegetables, depending, of course, on which vegetables. We go down a rabbit hole there, but just let's just say right now for vegetables, particularly focusing on leafy greens and fibrous vegetables. Um, and then basically if you make a cup with your hand and you, you know, you could have, that would be your carbohydrates, you know, your rice, your potatoes, all that sort of stuff. You do that. That's why, like I told you guys, I've lived over in Asia you know, and all throughout many countries in Asia and places where people are significantly less overweight and they don't have food scales. They're not out there doing it. They just, they put the rice into a little cup. They flip that cup over. Everything's small. Every, your coffee cup, I've talked about it before, you know, it's the size of a Dixie cup. Um, like for instance, when I come back now, nowadays, when I go to like my local coffee shop, it's always just a small coffee. I go to Tim, uh, what is it? Starbucks. If I go there, I, I don't, I don't use their fancy lingo because I don't know what it's called, but I just get the small, is it a tall? I just get the small, which I think is a tall, um, Tim Hortons, you know, very big coffee shop here in Canada. Just get a small and it's still bigger than the ones in Asia. So just, you know, just stick to smaller serving sizes. You will get used to it quite quickly. I've talked about this before, how in, in Asia, the typical plate size is like seven, I think it's closer to about nine inches, seven to nine inches. USA, it's about 11 inches, 12 inches. In most restaurants, it's about a 13-inch plate. You, the fact is, you just can fit less food on a smaller plate, right? You can put less liquid in a smaller cup. So get rid of all those big gulp cups, get rid of all those huge coffee cups, and just use smaller sizes. So, so far, we got whole foods uh, and using smaller things to hold your food you're gonna be well on your way now the next thing is using lower calorie options now i let there's so many health gurus out there that are their slam on these things but i'll give you a simple example i like caesar salad i like to i love caesar salad you know and it's probably one of the worst freaking salads you know in theory that you can get so what i do is i buy the caesar salad kit um and it comes with the, the salad dressing inside. I throw that salad dressing away right away. As soon as I get home, I throw that away. And instead, I have a bottle of 40% less calories Caesar salad dressing. Now, 
guess they've taken out some of the fat. Maybe they added in some sugar. I don't know. But the fact is, for the gram for gram for gram, tablespoon for tablespoon, it has 30 or 40 percent less calories. So that's what I do. I use lower calorie options. You can also use no calorie options. Now, I have to like I'm I'm the how do I say? I'm definitely lean on the side of holistic integrative health, so I'm not a big fan of artificial sweeteners and stuff. But I'm if if a company client comes to me and they want to lose some weight, and it's going to come between diet coke and coke, I just I'd have to lean towards diet coke. Now my first option would be because I used to be a Pepsi Max person, believe it, for years until maybe just about five years ago. I was actually a Pepsi Max person, which is you know aspartame and double the caffeine, whatever. I would say, hey, let's try to go from Pepsi or Coke to Diet Coke and start leaning us towards soda water or flavored soda. Nowadays, I cannot even drink a soda pop anymore. Um, I actually went out for my birthday a couple days ago, and the first time probably in about a year or so I've had a Diet Pepsi because the machine, they had a pop machine there. And um, the only the only diet option was diet Pepsi. I wanted soda water, but they, it, I put it in the thing, and it just it was regular water. I was like, well, that sucks. I couldn't even drink it. It's like I drank. I was like, this is just disgusting because I'm all about soda water. Now just adding some, some, you know, lemon, squeeze a lemon, squeeze a lime. Got away from that sweet thing. But my point is, you know, lower calorie options while on your health journey can be very, very helpful. And don't let anybody tell you they're not. Don't let anybody guilt you into saying, hey, you know what? If you got to stop your Coca-Cola, Pepsi, you straight out. That's it. That's done. Uh, the other day I was even looking for, I was like, there's got to be, because I like hot chocolate. I'm drinking a hot chocolate right now. Now, again, getting back to that serving sizes, lower calorie options. The label says add two, or was it two or three, heap, a bunch of heaping tablespoons. I just do one. So my, my hot chocolate's a little watery. But because over the years, I've really cut down on my, you know, I, I, my flavor, my, my taste buds are more sensitive now to sugars and things that even aren't sugary. That's I can drink a lot of, I can eat a lot of bitter foods, spicy foods, you know, sour foods. The, the sugar still hits me quite a bit now. So I don't need nearly as much sugar flavor as I used to in order to still taste the sweetness. So to me, it tastes completely fine. No problem. Um, drinking this hot chocolate so that's another thing right just cut down on the amount if something says you know say hey you know i'll just use half of what it, what it tells me to because the thing is if i was to put in that it'd be so thick and so chocolatey so sugary it'd probably be disgusting so just start tuning yourself down okay if it says do let's just say for example it says three tablespoons to make a serving well go two and do two for a while and go one and a half and work your way down to one whatever it is you gotta be so um what are we at Fuck calorie counting, smaller serving sizes, smaller plates, smaller cups, blah, 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 and using lower calorie options. Number four, eating within a circadian supporting window. Now, I'm not going to get into a ton, a ton about this, right? So I'm going to make it really simple. With all this intermittent fasting, all this time-restricted eating, these people doing stupid shit like skipping breakfast and all that. By the way... Studies have shown the skip and breakfast. If you're intermittent fasting and you think, okay, I'm going to skip kind of eating the first half of the day and eat the second part of the day, much worse outcomes than the people who eat earlier in the day and skip the later days. So those of you, again, again, who are skipping breakfast because you're intermittent fasting, you're just being lazy fucks. So get out there, start eating your breakfast. Now, 
I get it. I don't like to wake up and eat right away either. I don't, but I kind of get up at about 5.30 myself. And I really, I don't eat till about 7.30 or 8. So fine. Um, if you want, don't, don't eat if you're not hungry at the time. But don't purposely run around skipping breakfast just to say you're on some douchebag intermittent fasting thing. Okay, it's just, just not cool. But here's my point. Circadian window is trying to eat all your calories and again, I go back to like Ayurvedic medicine. I go back to even, you know, even, even Euro, you know, traditional European eating where it was basically was this. I'm going to make it very simple. It's bigger meals in the daytime, smaller meals at night. Uh, I believe that the um, European tradition is eat like a king at breakfast, a prince at lunch, and a pauper at dinner. In Ayurvedic medicine, it's a light breakfast, really big lunch, very, very small dinner. Believe me, I was at Ayurvedic retreat. I was <laughs> still pretty hungry at nighttime. Wasn't a big fan of dinner time there. Uh, but still, you didn't have a lot of calories at dinner. Um, but my point is, try to get to those... Oh, sorry, one second. Let's uh, turn that off. I See, I turned my phone on mute and then my... Uh, Freaking smartwatch has a ringer on it, though. So anyways, uh, I apologize for that. But that shouldn't happen again. Let's see. I'm actually going to... Let's turn my phone on to... Do not disturb. There we go. Do not... I should have done that, too. I never even thought of it. Uh, where was it? Yeah. So smaller meals by dinner time, And try not to eat two hours before bed. Ideally, we want to fit all of our calories within max that 12 hour window so that's a pretty big window that's 7 a.m to finishing dinner at 7 p.m right so don't move that to 9 to 9 and you go to bed at 10 or 11 no 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 try to have your last meal done by about 7 p.m and try to never 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 have your last meal uh, within two hours before bed, you want that food digested. Okay, so that's probably one of the biggest things we. T I've talked a lot about light when it comes to circadian rhythm, but I want you to eat, but by keeping your circadian rhythm thoughts about that too. Okay, so again, my biggest rule is not two hours before bed. Even go to bed at eleven o'clock, fine. Then don't eat. Try not to eat after eight or nine. Now remember, that's two hours minimum. I'd love to see it longer than that, but. Again, I know people are working. Even most days I work, like the, when I am at the store, I work till 6. I don't get home to 6.30. So I eat around between 6.30 to 7. And then I usually go to bed around 9 to 9.30. So I try to keep my two-hour rule. Uh, and again, try to make your dinner smaller if you can, right? Try to, I know a lot of us, we'd like to have a smaller breakfast, usually not a great lunch, then a huge dinner. We kind of do it backwards in North America. So let's try to switch that. Um, number five is... By now, I'm sure you've all heard of the amazing benefits of hitting the sauna at least a couple times per week. From decreasing chronic stress, boosting muscle, increasing deep tissue and brain detoxification, improving sleep, relieving pain, and even helping you live longer. And that is quite the list, and that's not even close to all the benefits. But there are huge differences in the quality of infrared saunas. Differences that can literally make the difference between getting healthier or getting sicker. I mean, do you really think you can hop onto Alibaba and order some cheap sauna from some untraceable factory in China and expect it to be solid quality? I think we all know the answer to that by now. And this is why I suggest in investing in only the best infrared sauna money can buy. And these are Radiant Health Saunas, a trusted Western Canadian home sauna brand. 
Founder Randy Gaum has completed third-party, comprehensive, 100-point health testing on his saunas, covering everything from toxic chemicals and fumes to electronic radiations. He has even made sure there is zero off-gassing, zero toxins, equal heat distribution, and uses only pure Canadian hemlock wood with the absolute lowest near-zero EMFs possible. Clean, even heat, no toxins, nearly zero EMFs. And the one and two person models can be plugged right into your existing home wall outlets. Costs about only 40 cents to run for an entire hour and there's a model to fit any size space you currently have. Believe me, I did a lot of research into choosing the best infrared saunas for my clients, myself, and my family. And Radiant Health Saunas is the clear winner bar none. And this is one of the best investments you can make to your long-term health. Check them out at www.radianthealthsaunas.com. And then once you know which model you want, simply tell them Roar Alexander from the Health by Design podcast sent you, and you will save $500 off any wooden model. Yes, you heard me right. $500 off any wooden model of their top quality infrared saunas. And now with that said, let's get back to Health by Design. Number five is work out with weights. Yes, work out with weights. Don't, don't be a baby. Do not be a baby. Uh, don't do as, also as I call it, pretending to work out. Okay, fuck those neoprene colored pink weights, the fucking threes, fives, right? It's, you know what, the other, I, that, that shit pisses me off. The other day, I was actually at the, the fitness store, I think it was Sunday, and this couple came in. Now, they're in their 60s, but you know what? I, I put a 60-year-old under a barbell, I promise you that. Um, they came in, and they're like, yeah, we're looking to, like, you know, lose some weight. We want, you know, we want to get fit. Do you have one of those things you put on your chair and you just pedal? I'm like, that's that's your idea of getting in shape and working out is sitting in a lazy boy sitting on your sofa pedaling away now you are talking to the guy i i am i am probably the poster child for the importance of neat non-exercise activity thermogenesis okay i am looking right now you just heard me click at the Ego Fit Walker Pro Treadmill on AnthroDesk.ca. AnthroDesk, by the way, is one of our affiliates. Um, they're the ones that actually have sent me my standing desk that I'm using right now as I record this. And they have, for, and there's this Canadian company, $699 Canadian. Uh, they have a walking treadmill that goes under your standing desk. And I want one, but, but, I'm not going to call it my workout. Okay, so, that if you if that is your idea of working out that is your solution to why you're not that's your solution to not being in shape getting in shape you're like i'm just gonna buy myself a walking treadmill i'm just gonna walk on it every now and then or i'm just gonna get even worse much worse use the word much worse you're gonna get yourself a pair of one of those things for 40 bucks steps you put on your chair and you just step you're fucking pretending to work out Okay, you come and you buy three pound neoprene weights, five pounds. Women come in all the time, and they're like, "Oh, do you have you know you have those like those really cute blue four pound neoprene three pound? Those are paperweights for my five year old." Okay, I joke. There's the five pound pound kettlebell there. Now, I am not saying not to start where you're at, but nobody's at three pound weights. Okay, nobody, 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 nobody is at three pound weights unless they're maybe in their 80s or something like that. It's a very, very few. So we'll say 99.999% of people 
are not at neoprene weight level or colored or pink weights. So I want to get that out of your way. So weight train. Learn about weight training with compound movements, full body workouts using black and chrome rubber dumbbells, using barbells, using black kettlebells, using bands, okay? Learning about what they call progressive overload. That means workouts getting harder, not necessarily heavier, talked about this before, but getting harder every workout or or at least over time, not every single workout. Uh, You know, that's just not the way it works because sometimes you're just not feeling it that day, but there has to be progressive overload to your training, period. So that's a big one. And how many days a week? Minimum two days a week. I'd like to see that higher three would be, three to four would be kind of perfect. Over four, I don't really need to. Um, three is kind of nice. I tend to train right now stuff a little more around four days a week, and I'm really liking it. Um, again, I mean, it's not really that complex, you know, but you set up a coaching call with me. We'll talk about weight training or something like that. But like I said, don't be a baby, you know, you need to weight train as you get older, especially when you're older, you're in your 40s, ladies, your 30s, 40s, 50s. So you need to wait. You need to be lifting heavier weights. And you, I don't even want to get into that. You're going to get bulky, but fuck. You're not going to get bulky. Can we can that? Okay, it's not the 1990s here. And then next time we say you're going to get fucking bulky, I slap you in the side of the head. Anybody. Guys, girls, you're all going to get slapped in the side of the head. I don't care who you are. You're not going to get bulky. You know, the big air quotes. You watch me a video, big air quotes. Uh, bulky, okay, it's not going to happen. So that's number five. Number six, now getting back to what those people were talking about. Number six is get in your steps. Yeah, 100%. Get yourself one of those pedaling things to go uh, on your couch. On your, so you, you finish your work, you sit home, you're watching TV, you're watching, then yeah, pedal away. Pedal away, you know, get a step thing, like I said, for the treadmill. A bad day for me is 8,000 steps. That's a bad day. Now, you might be saying, well, I don't know what the average is. The average for North Americans is about 4,500 steps a day. So a bad day for me is 8,000. An average day for me is about 12. And many, many days, at least twice a week, I go over 20,000 steps. So let me just see what I'm at today. So right now, I'm recording this at 2.56 p.m. I am at 8,746 steps. And like I said, it's only 3 o'clock, so we'll see where I get to by the end of the day today. I'm guessing today is probably not going to be a super awesome day. I'm probably going to be pulling in around that 12 again. And how did I get to that many steps? Well, honestly, a huge chunk of those was done, I think over 3,500 of those steps was done just from my morning walk. I went on about a 30-minute morning walk today. I try to have a walk every day or at least most days, so... Get in your steps. Non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So important. Um, and that kind of leads me into number seven, which again is fixing your personal spaces. And there's so many directions. Really, what it is, you want to fix your spaces to reinforce your healthy habits, your healthy goals, your health-focused new personality okay fixing your spaces can lead to the creation of better habits better habits require the use of spaces that enforce those habits so it's, it's a kind of like a circle spaces points to habits habits point to spaces spaces points to habits okay 
Now, how do we do that? Well, there's lots of ways, right? First of all, we could talk about getting the junk food out of the house. Let's talk about from the nutrition point of view. Get the junk food out, get the good foods in, get the good foods on display. That's the easiest one, the junk food out. Um, come circadian rhythm stuff, right? Get in, get your, understand lighting. And it's not that difficult, right? This is not, I've done posts on it. You reach out, you can ask me about it, but have the low blue and green bulb spectrum. Have, don't have a lot of blue and green after 6 p.m., 7 p.m. at night. Fix your lighting. Make your house darker. It's okay to have a darker house in the evening. It's normal. Up to like 100 years ago, it was the norm. Now we live in the abnormal when we have bright houses at 9 and 10 o'clock at night. That's not normal. You want proof of that? Walk outside and see what it's like. It's going to be dark. Okay? Your house should reflect that. Your house should basically match the sun, right? So that is like, so that's the nutrition side. That's the lighting side. Have a house that is going to have you moving more, having you exercise more, having you stand up more, having you sit less, having you get on the floor more. You know, have a yoga mat laid out. Like I've talked about, you don't have to have a furniture-free or very low furniture house like I do, where all of our, even our the chairs, the Papasan chairs we use, we sit in those cross-legged. They're almost using the more like meditation sort of chair, more meditation stools than traditional chairs. But have you know, have more, have a standing desk, have space on your floor, some zabus, zabatons, get on the floor more. So, but don't make it like where it's just some odd where you never go to. Have your home reflect that you want to do more movement. Okay, and that is how you fix your spaces to reinforce and passively enforce healthy habits. Number eight, do cardio. Okay, a lot of people right now, there are a lot of anti-cardio. Cardio is very good for your health. It's great for recovery. Um, you want to do both kinds of cardio. You don't have to do stupid amounts of cardio, okay? I want you to do two kinds. I want you to do some steady state about twice a week, even if it's a 30-minute kind of power walk or faster walk. And I'd like you to do one really solid hit, high-intensity interval, like a real one, though where you go a hundred percent effort and usually that's only going to be done if let's just talk about the simplest way get out there and do some sprints hey if you haven't if you haven't been sprinting in a while then fine start with a, a run then a walk a run then a walk but if you're in the shape you want to get in shape you're, you feel like you could do it sprint 50 meters take a break sprint again do that for about 10 minutes so that's very very simple a couple jogs a week 30 minutes and one intense hit session a week. That's all you really got to do. I'm not going to get into a lot more than that. But a lot of people are anti-cardio. Cardio is just, it, it's still stupid important. I want you to do it. Now, number nine, and I kind of touched on this earlier, is get your sleep, right? I talked about this a little bit earlier when we talked about the circadian rhythm of eating. Um, but I want you to focus on getting your sleep again, okay? The, don't be ridiculous. You don't need to watch late night TV. There's nothing on that's any good. You're not missing anything. I don't even know I, who's on late night TV. I don't, I don't even know. Last guy I remember was Jay Leno. I don't think he's not doing it anymore. So whatever happens after at 10 o'clock at night, I have no idea. Uh, you don't need to watch. Is there still the, is it the 11 o'clock news, the 10 o'clock news? If you're watching the 11 o'clock news, you, you don't have to. You can Google it the next day. It'll be on TV in the morning. Your breakfast television will cover it. Um, 
there's no reason to stay up late. So prioritize your sleep. Put on the big boy, put on the big girl pants, and let's set a bedtime, okay? Set an alarm so that light, that ding, 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 reminds you, hey, it's time for bed. Set a loud out, light out alarm too. Now, I used to have a lights out alarm. I had an alarm for a long time. That 7 o'clock dinged, and that's when I turned off the lights. Now it's become a habit because I did, and I used that alarm for a long time. But now it is a habit that my lights go up between 6.30 and 7 p.m. And then there's also a bedtime alarm. I still have it on my phone. And Apple, the Apple actually puts it right in their phone. Um, let me see if I can find it here. It's been a while because it's just been set up. So how do you do it? I guess you go to, is it sleep, wake up? Yeah, at the top here, right, there's a sleep, wake up. And you can uh, turn it on there. And what it does is, yeah, right there, 5.45 a.m. You can change it. Um, it's got my bedtime, which is 9 p.m. So I believe what happens is at 8, I think at 9 o'clock, it dings. Oh, it's, I, I use it, but I haven't actually paid full attention to it. Um, and then, yeah, then I guess at 5.45, it wakes you up. So there you go. Uh, that Yeah, that's built right into your phone. Very easy to find. Type in, a, I don't know, can't find it, Google Sleep Alarm, Apple iPhone or something. There you go. So set a lights out time, set a bedtime. Uh, like I said before, drop some money on proper evening lighting. Uh, get yourself some blue blocking, good blue blocking glasses. Um, some other circadian tips. Try not to work out intensely at night. Some hatha yoga, some light yoga, some meditation. Doing some progressive relaxation therapy. Um, stretching, cool. Uh, a walk, cool. Don't do anything that's going to bring up your body temperature and put you into that sympathetic state. We want to be in a parasympathetic, that rest and digest mode, right? Because working out takes you out of rest and digest. So how rest and the first word is rest. So how do you work out hard and then try to get rest? It doesn't work. So it's rest and digest. So do training that accounts for that. You can't. I've talked about this before. I'm not getting into this, but try not to train at nighttime. If you can, then you got to go and learn about different tips and techniques that you can do to help and get that um, you know, rest and digest system going if you are going to work out late at night. And then, like I said, the eating. Three things that you can control to help your circadian rhythm is your movement, what you put in your mouth and your lighting. If you cover those three things, you are going to be really freaking golden compared to anybody else. Um, so that's it. So, so like I said, prioritize your sleep. And number 10, my final one. And again, you're not five years old. Stop snacking. Okay? Snacks are for freaking kids in school. And even then, they don't really need to be. It's just a thing they do in school. I guess everybody has to have snacks. I don't know why. We give Damon breakfast... He has lunch. For some reason, they like you got to send him a snack. I'm like, why? You're you're not a you don't need snacks. Okay, it's not part of a health. It's not part of a healthy life. Snacking is not part of a health. Snacking is part of an unhealthy lifestyle. You don't need it. Now, saying that, I'm not saying you can never have a snack. Like I guess you can consider my watered down hot chocolate here a snack treat i don't know what you'd call it so you can have it every now and then but make sure you're picking then really health first thing you got to do before i even get to that first thing you have to do is ask yourself can you afford the calories if you're saying on 2,000 calories a day and let's just take the calculator here 
So let's just, and we're just going to talk about, you know, so let's just say you're doing, you know, pretty decent serving sizes for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So 2,000 calories divided by three. So they made your breakfast, hey, there's a nice even number, 666. All right, there we go. So let's say your breakfast is 666 calories, your lunch is 666 calories, your dinner is 666 calories. That's your 2,000 calories. Can you afford the 200, 250, 300 calories in your snack? No, because that's going to put you at 300, let's say 200 calories over, right? Now, at 200 calories over, you are going to put on a pound of fat every two weeks. You're going to put on an extra two pounds of fat just from that little snack. So, can you afford the snack by your calories? Like maybe it's up to you. you. May have a smaller lunch or smaller dinner, then yes, you can. So make sure if you are going to snack, which you don't need to, but if you are, make them low calorie and make them whole food filling snacks, okay? Do not use those level four and five hyper palatable foods that are easy to eat and you want more. Um, some of my favorite, you know, snacks, I guess, because like I will, I have to admit, I'll be a baby sometimes. I can be a baby. I'll have carrots and hummus sometimes. And the hummus, I purposely went and looked. So I was looking at, at the, the grocery store. That's just a few weeks ago. And I was like, okay, I like to eat carrots and celery sticks and stuff. I like, because I love vegetables. But I want to dip them in something sometimes. So I, I looked, you know, I'm like, okay, there's the tzatziki here. And there's the eggplant dip there. And I looked at it, and hummus was the best bet, bar none. It had half the calories of most of the other dips there. Um, I've talked about this before. I really enjoy shrimp rings. I have those little tiny shrimp rings, you know, with the little seafood sauce in the middle. But make your own seafood sauce with just horseradish and a little bit of sugar-free ketchup. A lot better than the the, the very sugar-laden ones, um, you know, that they give you, which is a lot of ketchup, regular ketchup with a little bit of horseradish. Do the opposite. Do lots of horseradish with a little bit of sugar-free ketchup. Um, one of my favorite ones uh, I use quite a bit, and I don't really consider it a snack because I need to get about 200 grams of protein a day and for me that at meals that's like over 65 grams per meal it's a lot of protein so i actually use um a whey protein as quote-unquote snacks but they're just protein injections so i make sure i get my protein up and really it's been helping me a lot i've been in a lot of prs at the gym uh, for the last little while and then my dna test also told me you know quite a while ago when i decided to make sure i was getting in my protein really good that i'm a low protein absorber um, now, body just doesn't really like to, body doesn't like to assimilate protein to build muscle, which answered a lot of my kind of questions I had in my head. When I saw, when I got my results back from my genetic test, I went, well, there we go. It's kind of what I thought. And thank goodness I did not ever want to compete with anybody in anything athletic because I do not have the genes for that. Um, but anyway, so I'll have a protein shake. That's kind of like my, you know, quote unquote snack. Um, but that's it. That is it. You don't really need to snack. And, and that is it also for my top 10. So let's go review those again. Okay. So number one, um, ditching, I'll use the nice language, ditching the calorie counting, focusing on whole foods. Um, understanding that, you know, out versus in, yes, top priority, but eating whole foods, 80%, 90% whole foods is going to already help you manage that. Number two was smaller serving sizes, smaller plates, you know, using measuring cups, knowing what a serving size is. What do they say? Knowledge is power. You know, what was the old thing that G.I. Joe used to say? Now I know and knowing is half the battle. Um, using lower calorie options. Don't listen to all those people out there slamming the low, you know, lower fat. Lower. Now, it's the thing. If it's lower fat, but it's the same amount of calories just because they've increased the sugar, that's different. So don't get caught up in that lower fat, lower carb. I'm talking lower calorie, period. 
And then also make sure you're measuring it. So you don't take something that's 30% less calories, but then double the serving size. Because you've I don't know the math there, but you probably just added like 20 calories. So don't do that either. Um, try to not eat two hours before bed. Try to eat within that 12 hours. Having breakfast and trying to keep in with that circadian window. Um, eating Ayurvedic clock style. Work out with weights two, three times, even four times a week if you can. Not using anything. If it's not basically black or steel, it's probably not very good. Uh, it's probably pretty useless. Uh, if it comes in pastels, pass on that. If it's got some nice foamy neoprene fluffy handles, pass on that. Getting in your steps. Let's just go with the 10,000 a day. You know, get yourself a step tracker. You really should just have one and try to get 10,000 a day. And there's no science behind the 10,000, but it's just a good round number to aim for. So what the hell, why not? Uh, fix your spaces, right? You can always contact me. I love helping people fix their spaces. It's one of my favorite things. So my coaching programs, they get the kitchen cleanup. They get the sleep sanctuary. They get the entire, especially with a stronger, longer, better total reset. I mean, that, that goes ridiculous. We even measure EMFs in that one uh, with Jason there. So... Um, but you don't have to go quite that far. But yeah, I think you get what I'm saying. Do cardio, right? A couple jogs a week and one really hard, intense, all go for it sprints. Awesome. Get your sleep. And snacks are for babies again. Do not be a baby. Use weights. Eat. Do not eat snacks. Don't be a baby. So hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know I had a lot of fun with it. We're approaching that 45-minute mark, a little longer than I was uh, going for. But hey, whatever. Lots of good advice. And until next time, as I always say, I hope you're out there living stronger, longer, and of course, a hell of a lot better. Hey, Health by Designers, I am so happy to bring you an all-new 100% free VIP video masterclass designed to help you discover how to live stronger, longer, better, lose weight, and keep it off for life. It's delivered right to your inbox and on demand. No BS booking time slots, no complicated software, no confirming your email, no creating an account. I know you're busy and like me, you cannot be forced to pick some inconvenient time to sit at your screen for 45 minutes on somebody else's clock. So, who did I design this masterclass for? Busy, professional, 30s and overs who are tired of wasting their time at the gym, tired of trendy, restricting diets, and simply tired of not getting the results they should be getting for all those effing hours, classes, skip social events, and money dumped into false promises. If you honestly just cannot listen to another shirtless or bikini-clad 23-year-old so-called health expert, on Instagram and YouTube, yapping about ripped six-packs, getting swole, jacked, or building that poppin' booty, and you're ready to get serious and start right away with someone who actually knows what they're talking about, then this program is 100% for you. So now you probably want to know, well, what do I get in this masterclass? Well, you get all the same coaching information I share with my high-end coaching clients. Nutrition, better physical activity, better sleep, better stress management, and of course, effective and efficient exercise. And you will leave with tons of great takeaways that you can easily start to add to your busy life today. Now, the last question is, how do I get this masterclass? Well, it's simple. Just visit www.roaralexander.com VIP. Sign up with your email and get the VIP masterclass sent right to your inbox. Like I said, this is on your time. No software, no time slots, no apps, no confusing access codes. It's simple, private, and no strings attached. My goals have never changed, and that's to give you realistic information, inspiration, motivation, and habit changes to start living stronger, longer, and better today. 
So that link again is www.roaralexander.com slash VIP to get instant access. And now let's get back to Health by Design. Mm -hmm. 